Welcome to Let's Talk Nonprofit with Brittany Johnson. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Let's Talk Nonprofit with Brittany Johnson. I am your host for this evening, and I am still here and rocking with Kevin. Kevin, fortunately, is out, but he'll be back next time, y'all, so stay tuned. So today we have a really great show for you guys. We um, have a very special guest in the house, and I have some news for you. So let's get into it, okay? Um, first and foremost, we want to start off with the nonprofit news, and it's so much going on, and it's people that's giving out so much money. So let's talk about it, right? So first, we have Wells Fargo Foundation that is awarding $22.5 million to local initiatives support um, corporations for um, advanced housing to help close racial gaps in home ownership in three metropolitan areas. I know y'all heard about this a little bit on the news, but they're definitely wanting to um, close the uh, the racial inequality gap when it comes to purchasing homes. And I think they're going to do it starting in uh, North Carolina, um, Texas, and another place. So be on the lookout for that because that's some money that people can really tap into. The minorities, you know, brown and, brown and uh, black communities can tap into in order to to get a nice house because first-time homeowners, you know, they help a lot. But if you get this on top of that, oh, my gosh, the, the sky's the limit. And the home ownership, that be, having the opportunity to own your own home, to say it is yours, that is priceless, right? That's earning an asset. That's assets over liabilities. So that's what we want. Instead of renting, we want to own, right? So that is one of the things that is going on in national news now we want to jump into local news right we have community foundation for greater atlanta they announced its first round of grants under the new together atl strategic plan center equality and shared prosperity and they're offer a total of six hundred and forty five thousand dollars and they were awarded to six um recipients throughout the housing and neighbors neighborhood and the power and leadership program so it's a lot of money that's going around but how can nonprofits how can minority nonprofits how can small nonprofits benefit from that how can we capitalize on that and maybe sometimes you may have to have a sponsorship a sponsor um, from a bigger corporation or bigger um, organization to you know help you all get these grants but sometimes you just got to work hard at it that's all I say. Keep going. If somebody tells you no, all right, keep on keep on doing because somebody is going to eventually tell you yes. That's all you need to know. That one yes, it can change the whole trajectory of your organization. And that's what we're wanting. That's what we're looking for. And that's what we're fighting for. We're fighting for those uh, the minority organizations, small organizations that are really fighting and pushing towards um, getting those grants, getting the funding, getting the resources that they need in order to... To, um, move on and move forward to the next level. So we're here to help you. So please tap into our resources and 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 listen to our podcast and see how you can benefit. People have come on here and talked about how you can use um, soup tech or, or tech soup um, donor box and small uh, SBA. Um, tap into those resources. They have great information and great ways and programs for you all to use in order to. Um, 
you know, propel to the next level. Okay. So, um, but nonetheless, I definitely, um, want to bring on another organization that is doing work and they have moved to the Atlanta area. They're based in Louisiana, but I want you to hear from them about some of the great work they're doing and they have done in Louisiana. And now that they're trying, they're um, going to, not trying to, but they are going to bring to the Atlanta, Georgia area. So um, please, you all, please give a round of applause for Mr. Chad Morris of Frontline Legal Service. Hello. Hey. Hey, Chad. <laughs> hey. How are you? I'm doing well. How that about yourself? Wonderful. That is wonderful. Thank you so much for coming on today. Um, we have, uh, you know, met uh, just off of networking, right? And so yes. this has morphed into you coming on to our show. So I'm so I'm glad to have you here. Thank you. Awesome. Awesome. But so now as we're talking and um, I want our listeners to know a little bit about you and about Frontline Legal Service. Okay. Um, so as far as about me, my name is Chad Morris and I am the case manager for Frontline Legal Services. Um, I am from New Orleans, Louisiana, born and raised, um, attended Loyola University of New Orleans, got my bachelor's in psychology, and um, I moved out here at the age of 38, which is, um, and I moved out here five months ago. And um, yeah, and so as far as Frontline is concerned, Frontline is an organization that was founded in 2015 and our mission is to implement quality, legal, and supportive services for people living with HIV. And our target demographic is um, people that are living with HIV that are justice involved. Okay, okay, when you say justice involved, what does that mean? So justice involved are people that are incarcerated, are in jail, prison, yes. Oh, okay, okay. Mm -hmm. You all have a niche, pretty much. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. Got it, got it. And so tell me, what um, brought you to this line of work? So what brought me to this line of work um, was I was actually um, diagnosed with HIV um, mid-2017. Mm -hmm. And... Um, my best friend was working at Frontline at the time, and at, in 2018, they were looking for a peer program case manager. Mm -hmm. So peer meaning someone that was actually living with HIV to case manage clients. Mm -hmm. And so that's what brought me to this line of work. You know, that plus my passion and desire to help people. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, thank you so much for sharing. I know that is, you know, something that um, it can be, it can it can be hard to share. But thank you for you know being comfortable enough in this space to share that. Um, You're welcome. And help somebody else. You never know. Mm -hmm. um, and so, what are some of the accomplishments you can say, just as from a case management perspective, that you have seen um, with uh, serving this population? 
Um, accomplishments, I would say um, getting people to see that the diagnosis is not the end. Mm-hmm. It's only the beginning. Um, and not only that, like just getting people the services, linking them to the services, the resources that they need to establish mm-hmm. and maintain a quality form of life, you know, mm-hmm. because we know like if things aren't right, like let's say, you know, you have the rent due tomorrow. Um, you don't know how you're going to pay this bill or that bill. You know, the last thing you're thinking about is health, is, is your health. You know, mm-hmm. you're trying to get your roof over your head taken care of. And so with having these quality supportive services in place, you know, we allow you to think about those other things as well, to like your health. Okay. 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 And so tell us a little bit about uh, all the services that Frontline provide. Okay. So in Louisiana, um, we have um, health education and risk reduction services, which means that um, we go into the Orleans, Orleans Parish Justice Center or jails and we do like we would do like weekly check-ins to where we would check in with clients um, or justice involved individuals that were living with HIV, mm-hmm. making sure that they knew, you know, about HIV, um, checking to see how their quality of life was and also telling them who we were or are as a um, organization mm-hmm. and letting them know, you know, that we're there if they need us when they get out. Also, we have um, SSI, we we assist people with initial social security applications or SSI applications, case management, which is me, which I help link um, individuals to other um, organizations or resources within the organization or other organizations. Um, We do emergency financial assistance. So if a client um, has lost their job and the rent is due next week and they need assistance with that, we're able to help them with that. So in Louisiana, we're able to provide assistance assistance of uh, one time up to $1,000 per fiscal year. We also have um, housing assistance where we can assist clients with their rent for up to a year. Oh, Um, yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's wonderful. And so what are you all doing here and what are you all looking to do here in Atlanta? So here we are looking to... Right now, we are trying to be sort of a a linkage organization. So just um, as we get into, we're we're trying to get into the jails. But once we get into the jails and connect with those justice-involved individuals that are living with HIV, just assessing what their needs are and linking them to the appropriate organizations or, or, or the appropriate resources. Okay. Okay, mm-hmm. and that and that'll be good. And so, did you all um, come in with the idea that there was a need for that? Um, actually, no. Okay. Um, when we came, it it actually was kind of by accident. Us um, 
kind of expanding out here because Penny, our other executive director whom you met, as well as I moved out here after Hurricane Ida last year. Mm. And so when we started doing outreach, we more so were just trying to understand what the needs were. Mm -hmm. And we were somewhat surprised but happy to hear that there was a need, uh, uh, definitely a need for reaching out to justice involved individuals that are living with HIV out here. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. It is because it's it's a lot going on out here. It's it's a yes. Lot, it's, it's a lot going on out here. Um. So we and and definitely want to you know protect ourselves and also uh being a no, know what's, what's to do, what what not to do, and, you know, how to just really protect, especially in jails. is Yes. Crazy. It's crazy. So um, tell me, some, what are some of the challenges that you may see um, coming from a case manager um, when working with uh, your population? Um, some of the challenges, I can tell you um, that we recently dealt with um, – was staying in touch with the clients Mm -hmm. and getting into the jails to get to the clients. Um, A recent challenge we faced was once COVID-19 jumped off. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We we were, um, they cut off access to the jails. And so we haven't been able to get into the jails in Louisiana since March of 2020. And so that has definitely been a challenge. Um, One of the other challenges, too, has been staying in touch with the clients that we have reached. Um, They either change their numbers. It's hard to get in touch with them. Um, Yeah, those are some of the challenges that we've had um, as of recent. Okay. And so what is it, what is the demographics of your population? Is it majority male? Is it, you know, half female, half male? What what is your demographics? Um the demographic is uh, majority um African American males, mm-hmm. men who have sex with men. Mhm. Okay. Yeah. That is the majority. Okay. And about what percentage is that? Uh I would say about 65%. Okay. Okay. Yes. Okay. And so is that a shocker or is that, you know? Honestly, no, it's not a shocker. Not for me. Um, because um, black men who have sex with men is one of the demographics that HIV affects the most Mm -hmm. you know so no it's not a surprise okay and so just even talking with that uh why is that like why why does it affect the african-american community the most um because it's not just in my opinion and for what men you know like why is it affecting the african-americans I think one of the things that is affecting us the most, one of the reasons why it's affecting us the most is um, lack of information, lack of education, 
getting to our community, as well as stigma. I think stigma is a big thing, a big barrier that keeps us from getting the care that we need, um, which is why we have health education and risk reduction there, you know, because it's not just for me as a person living with HIV, it is not just for um, our education is not just for people living with HIV. It takes us all, you know, being informed and knowing what to do, how HIV works, how it's transmitted, how it's not transmitted, mm. you know, because a lot of people nowadays, they still, well, not a lot of people, but there are people that think that someone can spit on you and you can catch HIV, you know? And so stigma and, and HIV shaming is a big barrier to people getting tested, getting into care, um, and staying into care. Okay. 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 All right. Um, and that's that's really good information. And so, how can one uh, know their status and also to uh, be able to get involved? Or is there any opportunity within your organization for people to get involved to help um, in whatever aspects that you all are needing? And also. Um, how can someone stay in the know or where can they go was a good starting point for someone to stay in the know like to to get tested mm-hmm. yeah, tested or just you know information um what would be a good starting point for those that don't know um a good starting point i would say um if you're just doing it on your own if you're just looking for places I think a good starting point would be like the CDC.org. Also, they have um, organizations such as Positive Impact, um, Thrive SS, who you can reach out to, mm-hmm. as well as us, that where we can get you connected with the right resources. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. So now, what are some of the, what are some of you all's, uh, things that you all are looking to do in the coming uh, t- in 2023? What are some of y'all goals? Well, definitely one of the big things or the big thing we're trying to do is um, get into the jails. Um, we actually have something coming up um, called the Linkage Launch Luncheon, where we want to connect with um, political figures as well as um, um, community leaders, community leaders, mm-hmm. um, people that are in connections that are over the jails that um, and just really talk and find out what the needs are and how we can get into the jails. Perfect, perfect. And I think yeah. you. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, I'm doing. Oh, okay, I would say yeah, that'd be a great thing for you all to do, um, just to get people in uh, to know what you all are doing, so that you all can get the access that you all need in order to uh, you know continue with your program and expand and grow here in Atlanta because it is a need, and because you all have that niche. I think it'll be well received um, within the community. So uh, definitely, uh, do you have any information that you want to share as far as like how can people find you guys, uh, find Frontline 
and yeah. how can they can connect with you guys? Yes, definitely. So um, we have a website and that website is www.frontlinelegalservices.org. Okay. And um, you can visit there and find out more about our work and what we're doing and actually um, meet the staff, um, the entire staff, because our, our bios are on there for our co-executive directors, myself and our paralegal as well. Um, we're also on Instagram. Okay. At front, yes, at um, Frontline Legal Services. Okay. Um, yes, and then also on Facebook as well. So if you search us at Frontline Legal Services and follow us, um, you could stay up to date with us and we share different things that are going on in the communities, not just in Georgia, but in Louisiana as well. Okay, okay, that yes. is perfect. Anything else you want to tell our guests while you're here? Um, just uh, thank you for having me. I appreciate being in this space and, and getting a, a chance and the opportunity to talk with, with you all about Frontline. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Chad, for your time. Um, and we'll look forward to uh to all the great work you all having to come. So please let us know. Shoot us a flyer when you all are ready to do your launch party, so we can advertise it on our uh on our social media platforms. Okay. Yes, we'll do. Absolutely, absolutely. Thank you so much, Chad. We'll be talking talking soon. Okay. Alrighty. Thank all you. Right. You're welcome. All right. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you, Chad, for um, for that wonderful information and Frontline Legal Services. Um, once again, you can follow them on Instagram at Frontline Legal Services um, and on Facebook at Frontline Legal Services. Website is www.frontlinelegalservices.org. And while you're at it, you might as well go ahead and follow us. And uh, Let's Talk Nonprofit ATL on Instagram, on Facebook, the same Let's Talk Nonprofit ATL. Go follow us on YouTube, like, share, comment on YouTube, on LinkedIn at Let's Talk Nonprofit. Twitter is shady, but we still going to include them too at S underscore nonprofit. And we have our website at www.letstalknonprofit.org. Yes, I said it. Twitter is shady. So we're going to leave it right there. And now because of that, I have to digress and, you know, come and center myself because it's now time for a motivational moment with Ms. Joanne Dean. Sorry, Twitter. Greetings and blessings to you. I am Joanne Dean, certified confidence coach, and I am the founder of inspired by Joanne, a community created for the professional woman to pause, reconnect with herself, elevate and own who she is. Today's inspiration is a quote. You don't always need to have a plan. Sometimes you just need to breathe, let go and see what happens. I encourage you today to breathe, let go and see what happens. Until next time, continue to walk by faith. And remember, it all begins with you. God bless.
Amen, amen, amen to the breathe and let go because whew, I had to let go of some stuff in that brief moment on Twitter. So um, if you all can please follow us, share, like, comment on our uh, on our uh, video, on our podcast. You can also check us out on Audible, uh, Apple Music, Spotify, Our Heart, um, Audible, all that great stuff. Listen to us. Think Take in what we're saying, digest what we're saying, and comment on what we're saying. So if you can do those things, we'll be good. And tag and share and like and spam our spam our comments on Instagram and like and share with three people. Share to your stories, your Insta stories, reels, remixing, all that. Do all that, right? Like, cause we here. We ain't going nowhere. So please get comfortable. Take a seat. You know? Take a load off and we'll, and we'll definitely have something for you next time. So please, if anything, we're going to talk about it here. So like that.